Hey, single girls, we are here today to talk about a topic that I know you guys are going to be excited to hear more about as a single girl. I have myself wondered why so many guys have not asked me out guys that I was interested in guys that I thought was interested in me. And I'm really excited to have Kim on today to just share some insight into what could be going on in a guy's head whenever he's not asking you out. So Kim, what makes you excited to share more about this topic with our audience? Oh girl, I am so excited to talk about these things because these are the things I wish I would have known when I was a single woman. So when I'm sharing these today, I'm basically going to be telling my single self because I have done all the things wrong. Yeah. Why don't you give a quick little recap of your story, Kim? Okay. All right. My story, my story in a nutshell is that I was engaged earlier than most of my friends. I was engaged when I was in college. And I started following Christ, and it caused a rift in our relationship. I chose to follow Christ and let the guy go. And it was hard. That was one of the scariest things I've ever done. I did not know that God would have a plan for me to be single longer than everybody else. But that's what he did. I met Sean Vollendorf, um, and we knew about each other for a few years, but it wasn't until I was in my 30s that he asked me out on a date, and that's how I ended up with Sean Vollendorf. So that's in a nutshell. So I was single for a long time, and I dated some wonderful men, um, and I dated some not-so-wonderful men. But I am thankful for those experiences. And that's part of the reason why we have this podcast is because I learned some great lessons during those years that I think are valuable for girls to know. I look back on my single years and I'm grateful because I learned some incredible lessons that have really been a blessing in our marriage. And so that's kind of the heart behind the podcast and the book and all the things. And it's our heart behind the, our conversation today. And I know, Kim, you have some wonderful tips. I remember you posted on your Instagram about this maybe a year or two ago. So I am glad that we're getting to talk about it again on the podcast a little bit more in depth. Yes, I'm excited because we're going to have an interactive. So I can share, but then we're going to talk about it because I know y'all have some stories you would like to tell as well. So you know when you're feeling like the little connection with a guy, and you just kind of get a feeling it's like, oh, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then nothing happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is one of the most confusing things in the whole wide world. So what do you do? That's what we're going to talk about today. But now that I have 25 years of marriage under my belt, I have been around guys nonstop. I have three young, bo- not they're not young anymore, but three grown sons and uh, listen to their friends and guys Sean has over. So I kind of have better insight into what's going on behind a guy thoughts. So hopefully this will be helpful. Yes, I'm excited as well because I picked Dave's brain before this Ooh, episode good. too because I was like, I want to hear like insider tips from a guy too and what they're thinking. So I'll be excited to share those. Yes. Okay. So the first tip I have Reason, a reason why he's not asking you out is, drum roll please, 
he's not aware of you. He's not aware. He is not aware either that you exist or he's not aware that you're even remotely interested in him. He is just not aware. Okay. So in a situation like this, go up and introduce yourself. <laughs> you know, I think Disney love stories have really impressed on us that it's okay to be locked up in this ivory tower and this handsome prince is going to come search for us and rescue us while we're hidden away. And I just don't think it works that way. I think it's, you know, yes, I want the guy to initiate. And if you've read my stuff or heard me speak, I mean, yes, I think it's good for the guy to be the leader, but it doesn't mean that you can't go up and talk to him and just introduce yourself. And I don't know where I got this idea from over the years, but my approach to getting a guy to like me was to ignore him. And I don't know where I got that idea from. I don't know why I thought that would work, but I was like, if I just ignore him, then he'll come talk to me. And ladies, it has not worked. So take Kim's advice. I, I mean, yes. Oh, Adrian, are you the same way? Cause I used to think that too. It's like, if I liked him, I wouldn't talk to him. I talked to everybody else in the room, but if I liked this guy, I wouldn't talk to him. Oh yeah. It's either like your nerves are like going or I don't know, but you're just like, Oh, like God will find a way to like join us together, which yes, like God can write amazing love stories. But when you really think about it, it's a little ludicrous to never go like introduce <laughs> yourself to a guy that you're like, Oh, I could be interested in him. Yeah. Well, okay, so you go up and you introduce yourself to the guy. And we've talked about this idea on the podcast before, but pay the guy a character compliment. Pay him a compliment. And I've, we've heard some other guys share that. Blake shared that on a recent podcast, you know, about giving a guy a compliment. And I'm not talking about, you know, I like your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not something like that. It's like, I don't know, just. Let's brainstorm here for a minute. Give him some tangibles. But yeah, like maybe you saw him at a church event and he got to share his testimony up on stage. You could go up to him afterwards and say, hey, I really appreciate how you just got to share about what God has done in your life. That was just really powerful. And that was I loved getting to hear that. Yeah, something like that. Try to focus on character and not so much his looks. Um, you know, I don't know. That's just me. I mean, y'all want to hear something funny? Tell us. <laughs> you want to hear the compliment I paid Sean? Oh, Now, no. this was before I even knew, even, I mean, had any aware of anything. I mean, to me, okay, at this moment, we were at a, a meeting, and Sean was speaking, and he shared something, um, spiritual content, and I'm older than Sean, okay? And so at this point, he is a student. I am a staff person. And so there was no chemistry. There was no interest. There was nothing. He was just speaking. And y'all, okay, I don't know if this is a compliment you would want to give a guy, but it just shows how naive and how, you know, I was at that point. Sean has a really great voice. I really like his voice. And so I'm actually getting sweaty. <laughs> what did you say? Dude, I'm getting nervous for you, Kim. <laughs> I know. It may, this may be why it took years for him to, for us to get together. But he has a really great voice. So afterwards, I go, hey, Sean, did you know you have a really great voice? I mean, you really have a great voice. And y'all, I'm so embarrassed. And we may have to cut this. But 
I said, you know, in the book of Revelation, Jesus has a voice and it's like roaring waters. (laughs) Your voice makes me think that (laughs) your voice is kind of like that. (laughs) Why have I never heard this story before? That is the most epic compliment I have ever heard. I love that you backed it up with scripture. I know. Yes, that's right. I need help. Compliment. Okay, and Sean's witty. So how did you know? I can't even remember how Sean responded because honestly, I mean, I would not have said that to anybody that I would have liked. I mean, I would have ignored him, or you know, I would not have said that. I mean. But I guess I got on his radar. <laughs> How could you not? <laughs> I was actually talking to one of my friends and her now fiance about this recently because there was this guy I was interested in and I was telling them this guy should ask me out. Like I would go on a date with him. I don't know why he wouldn't ask me out. Like we ran in the same circles. He knew my reputation like through other people, but we weren't really friends. Like we knew each other, but we didn't have much of a friendship at that point. And my guy friend told me that guys could know how awesome you are through the grapevine, through other people, but decide not to ask you out if y'all haven't had a conversation or if y'all haven't interacted before, if there isn't like this foundation of friendship. And so I thought that was some really good advice that a guy could know how great you are, but it really is helpful to them when they have had meaningful interactions with you. Oh, that's good. And while we're on that role of getting advice from other godly men, this is what Dave was sharing too. He, you know, he hears from other, you know, single girls that are my friends and they're like, you know, I did all these things and, you know, he didn't text me or ask me out or anything afterwards. And he just, you know, was like, Hey, they could totally be like oblivious to all of those signs that you claim that you're showing. Like those are just such normal things that they don't even think that you're going out on a limb to show them interest. You know, it may be something like, oh, I responded to a story on Instagram where I came up and talked to them at an event. And you may be doing that to other guys in your life. And so he may see that and go, oh, it's not anything she's doing specifically to me. I'm not going to read into it. Yeah, there you go. You never know. Yep. You never know. So One reason why he may not be asking you out is that he's just not aware. He's not aware. Okay. Second reason why he's not asking you out. Are you sitting down? He's not interested. I feel like this is the worst one. I know. I thought we'd just get it out of the way. I know. He's not interested. And I know it's hard to hear that, but sometimes we think there's chemistry there and it's just not reciprocated. You know, sometimes we're wrong. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been like, oh my gosh, we would make such a cute couple. I mean, all these things, it's like are aligned and oh, and this and that. And we just think, okay, he is the one for me. And he's not. God may have picked out someone else for you. And so we can't trust our own um wisdom in this. We have to trust God's wisdom. Um, because if a guy's interested in you, he will find a way to spend time with you. And I needed to hear that as a single woman. There was a young guy involved in our campus ministry at the time, and he gave a talk one time, and he just told us that. He said, hey, girls, if a guy's really interested in you, he'll find a way to spend time with you. And I needed to hear that. 
Kim, that really is one of the most helpful things I think that you've shared with me. Single girls really do need to hear that. I think we need to hear that just because all these things align, just because he checks all these boxes, um, it just doesn't mean that he is God's best. We could think that he's God's best for us, but that doesn't mean that's true. And I think that single girls really do need to hear that, even though it's, it's hard to hear. It is hard to hear. And I have some firsthand experience at that. You do. You <laughs> there do. was a guy that, you know, I kind of thought he might be interested in me. I was definitely interested in him and I kind of let the interest play out for a while, but you know, what? like, I'm going to call him. I'm going to ask him what's up. And if he's interested in me and guys, he told me straight up to my face on the phone that he was not interested, that he had no intention of asking me out, that he just saw me as a friend. And for sure, I'm not going to lie. That totally did sting, but you don't want to date someone that doesn't like you and you don't want to be interested in someone that doesn't like you. And so when I heard that he didn't like me, it was actually kind of easy to get over him and move on. And what's crazy about that story is literally like years later, like after we've been just friends, truly just brothers and sisters in Christ, completely platonic relationship. He called me and asked me out on a date years later. And I was so shocked, so caught off guard that I asked, are you serious? And he was like, yes, in a non-platonic non-work related way, I would love to ask you out. And at the time when he asked me out, I wasn't interested in him, but his interest was in me. And I just think that is a cool reminder of, you know, what God could be writing. God can write a lot of different things and he can even change hearts. And so when I was interested, Dave wasn't interested in me. When Dave was interested in me, I wasn't interested in him, but God got to change both of our hearts there in his timing. I love your story, Adrian. I really do. Yeah. And I think single girls need to hear too, that sometimes God doesn't change hearts and that's okay. And I remember being in this position with a guy that I really liked. We had actually dated in the past, but we broke up over some timing issues. So then when a year went by and his timing issues went by, I was just sitting waiting for his call. I thought there's nothing keeping us from coming together. Like we have this awesome story. Like I'm ready for him to pursue me again but he never did. And then he actually started dating somebody else. And that was really hard. Like at the end of the day, he just wasn't interested in me anymore. Even though he had been before he wasn't, um, anymore, he wanted to pursue other options. And I really wrestled with God over that for a while, just because I thought this guy was the right guy for me. It doesn't mean that he was, um, and that if he isn't interested in me, that's like non-negotiable number one, that he likes me, you know? And so if a guy doesn't like me, he's not the right guy for me. I want to be with a guy who wants to be with me. I can trust that God is providing the right girl for him and will provide the right guy for me. If that's his best for me. I wish I could just go back in time because I was the girl that was always trying to get a guy to get interested in me, you know, talk him into liking me. And you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want to talk a guy into liking you. Do you really want a guy initiating with you and asking you out when he's really not interested? You don't. You really don't. I mean, maybe one day just to see if there's something or something, but you don't want a guy stringing you along if he's not interested. And I wish I could go back and tell myself, it's okay if he's not interested. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you, that this one guy is not that interested in you. You know, it's okay. It's important for you to be yourself and not try to be somebody that you think he would like to be with, but just that you are who you are, who God created you to be, and to trust that God will bring someone 
I think of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. It's like sometimes we think we know who our best person would be. And God says, no, you trust me. Hmm. I love that, Kim. Well, what else do you got for us? Okay, okay. So we've got, he's not aware of you. (laughs) He's not interested. The third one is, he's not ready. He's not ready. And this is one that I wish I could have known about before, but I'm amazed at how many guys might be interested in a girl but they don't ask her out. And, you know, like there'll be a group of guys hanging out in our living room and one's getting advice and Sean's giving him advice. And I'm like, well, if you like her, just ask her out. (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, it's like, why would you wait? But godly men who value marriage and relationships, they have a lot to think through. Because when girls get married, we go, oh, yay. I get to choose dishes and I la and la 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 la. But a guy all of a sudden is taking responsibility in a lot of different ways. And it's a big commitment for him. And so godly men oftentimes might be interested in a girl, but they know there's some preparation that has to take place before they can be the type of man to lead in a marriage and all that. Yeah. So what are some of those things? I'm thinking of like finances is maybe the first one. You know, sometimes guys are working through maybe some counseling issues. Maybe they've got some trauma in their past. Maybe they have some issues or something that they're having to work through. Um, Maybe there is a career development type of thing that they're trying to pursue. Uh, It could be, um, you know, to be honest, a lot of guys are having to work through pornography. Because it's not a matter of, you know, I mean, most guys, to be honest, are having to work through that issue so that they can have victory over that. Because you really don't want to go into marriage with a pornography addiction. And a lot of young women think, oh, when we get married, it's okay. It'll go away. It won't go away. (laughs) It won't go away. I mean, I've cried with married women over this whole issue, and you just don't want that. You want a guy to be able to work through things. But like I shared this story um, in the little Instagram story, but I had a young friend and uh, she thought this guy was interested in her. And I kind of thought that too, but he never initiated anything. And it was was just so confusing. But he was in medical school and he, we learned later that he really wanted to get that first year of medical school down, these tough classes. He wanted to get things established and then he was going to, you know, spend time with her and ask her out. And that's what happened. And so they went on, they dated, they got married. Now he's a successful doctor and they've got a wonderful home life. But he just felt like that needed to take place before he could initiate something. And a girl might say, well, why? I mean, the thing is, though, you don't want to rush a guy through something that he feels like he needs to do. Because if you rush them then all of a sudden you've got a guy who might be interested in you and who might be asking you out, but later on might squirm out because that wasn't finished yet. And that's what I'm trying to protect you guys from. So if he is not asking you out, 
Just let it be. You don't want a guy. You don't want to rush a guy through this process. Yeah. Kim, I remember being in a dating situation where it felt like I had two options. Either, um, this guy was starting to work through some of these deeper things or for us to break up and let him pursue that healing on his own. And then if God brought us back together, then he would. And that was a really hard decision. Um, but ultimately I made that decision because I really wanted for, both of us to prioritize his healing and his development first. And also whenever you're dating, hoping that those things continue to get better, it does kind of put you on this time crunch where you're like, we can't really move forward until these things change. Um, and so I just ultimately didn't want us to feel that pressure as we were dating. I really valued, um, and he really valued his health over our relationship. And I, that was a really, really good decision for both of us to not continue dating from where we were, but to let him pursue that on his own. Wow. I appreciate you sharing that, Leah. I mean, that that's an example of loving our brothers in Christ, you know, even though it hurts for us personally, when a guy might, you know, put things or call things off so that they can pursue healing or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but ultimately I think that's, for their good. And yeah, at the end of the day, you want a guy who is maturing in their faith. You don't want a guy who is stagnant. You want a guy who is taking steps to mature. So whether that's victory over pornography, learning how to save so that he can provide for you one day. Um, I just think about just the reality of sanctification. Like we're going to be sanctified literally until the day we get to heaven. So no one's perfect by any means, but you want to date a guy who is maturing. A maturing guy will be self-controlled, He'll put others' needs above his own. He'll seek to be obedient to God's word. He'll follow God and not the waves of culture. And ultimately, he's just going to strive for holiness in all areas of his life. So that's the type of guy you want to marry. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Adrian. You know, and this makes me think of uh, one other thing I wanted to mention is that, you know, a guy might say, hey, I need to work on this thing. Will you wait for me? And this is my personal opinion. But I, I mean, you can wait on him if you want to, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I just think it's good to have a clean break and he goes and works on his thing and you continue to grow and pursue. Um, and there might be a unique situation and you, I would encourage you to, to uh, seek some godly counsel from someone who may be more familiar with your situation. But I just don't think that's really fair for a guy to say, wait for me. Because oftentimes, and I've seen it happen before, where a guy says, kind of wait on me, and then he ends up going, you know, with someone else. Yeah, because he changes his mind. He changes his mind. I mean, people change their mind. We change your minds too, you know. So I just think it's better just to have kind of a clean break. Kim, that's a really good point. I do not want a guy to ask me out until he's ready. Even if it might be fun in the moment, it really is an investment in the long term um, to let him initiate towards you when the time is right. So Kim, what is your last reason for why guys are not asking us out? Four reasons why he's not asking you out. We talked about he's not aware. Second one, he is not interested. Third one, he's not ready. Fourth one is he's not willing. And this is the guy who might be interested in you, but he is not willing to make the first move. He is wanting you 
to kind of make the first move and take the risk in the relationship. And I think this is kind of a character issue because why is he not taking that step? I mean, if he, I mean, if you have to be the one to take the initiative, is is he always going to be like that? I mean, are you going to have to be mom in the marriage and always be the one to get him to do things? I mean, y'all, that is just not fun. I mean, there are wives out there who really wish that their husbands learn this skill of taking initiative and taking the risk and being willing to put himself out there. Because I think those are character qualities that make a great husband and dad. And if he doesn't have that yet, if he doesn't have enough courage to ask you out, then I would say, man, he needs to grow a little bit in that. Because it's almost like a rite of passage. You know, I, I don't like it when a guy expects the girl to be the one to do that. I just think that's kind of a bad pattern. Yeah, I feel similarly, Kim. It's crazy even just to think about, you know, if there's a lot of different ways a guy could ask a girl out. He could do it in person. You know, if he drove up to her house, he could do it over the phone. He could do it over text. He could do it over Instagram DM. And although I would prefer, you know, in person or over the phone, the reality is there's a lot of different avenues in which a way a guy could show initiative. And so if he's not taking initiative in any way, shape or form, that's kind of a red flag. to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a red flag for me, too. If you shortchange the process and if you're the one who has to kind of kickstart everything happening, I just wonder if you're going to always have to be the one to kind of kickstart this guy. It's kind of like, at what point is he going to learn to be brave and to take courage and to do hard things and risk things? Um, at what point is that going to happen? And you just don't have that guarantee um, if you're the one who's doing that all the time. You know, I think there are probably some young women out there who are like, oh, no, I'm the one who started our relationship. It doesn't mean you're a bad person or anything. Because, again, I've done that myself um, in my single days. But I think it's just really important for the development of your relationship for you to step back. I mean, like if you're the one who kind of got the re- relationship started, maybe you step back and let him be the one to ask you out on dates. And if he doesn't ask you out on dates, then don't ask him. Just let it go. What do you think? I mean, that hurts. Yeah, that would be that's hard. really hard to do, especially if you're the one saying, hey, let's go study here. Let's go get ice cream here. Let's go to this person's house. If you're always the one bringing up ideas of how you guys can hang out mm-hmm. and get to know each other and further your relationship, and he's not asking you at all, you might be in the front seat of that relationship. And maybe if he doesn't step up and isn't asking you on dates, maybe that becomes a conversation that you have with him yeah, where you just that's tell probably him. the mature thing to do instead of just yeah. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> For sure. I think you would definitely want to ask and be like, hey, I, you know, realized that I was kind of the one always asking you out. Is this something that you would want to do? Could you do? Would you like to do it? And kind of go from there. I think that's good. Andrew. And if I can just make a plug right here, you know, ladies, when a guy asks you out, Please treat him with honor and respect because not many guys are doing that these days. I know. So the ones that do ask a girl out, I mean, if you've got to say no, then just say no. But don't like make fun of him or any of those things because um, 
Or that, even tell all your friends why you don't want to go out with him because he yes. may want to date your friend or your friend may be interested in Good him. point. Good point. Yes, Kim. That's also something that I feel personally so passionate about is when a godly guy asks you out, no matter how it goes, you should speak so highly of him. You should speak highly of him to your family, to your friends, to his friends, because they really are rare. And even if it doesn't work out with you, you want to uplift him and encourage him as he goes on to date other godly women and how a godly woman speaks about a godly guy really can affect, um, how he views himself. And so girls, even if it doesn't work out, you need to speak well of him to other people. You don't need to tell everybody what happened and why it didn't work out. Um, you can play a big role as his sister in Christ to speak well of him. I mean, and also other guys are going to hear how you responded to that's other guys ask out. And if you, you know, kind of make fun of him or talk about, I mean, it's going to decrease the amount of guys who are going to go, Hey, I want to ask her out because I want to get rejected and made fun of like that, you know? <laughs> so there you Good go. Good point. Good point. Okay. Wow. We are almost out of time. I can't believe it. We have talked about so many things, but we've talked about four reasons why he's not asking you out. He's not aware, he's not interested, he's not ready, and he's not willing. And the the interesting thing about this is a lot of times as a young woman, we don't know what the reason is that why he's not asking us out. So we take initiative, we introduce ourselves, um, we try to pay him an authentic character compliment. Um, to kind of get on their radar. But then we don't know, you know, if he doesn't ask out past that, we don't know. And, but really the response is the same. And I just have two applications to, for you guys to consider. But the first one is, is to kind of let them go. Don't hold on. Trust, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, you know, that that God has something better, that he sees something maybe you don't see. You don't want to talk a guy into liking you. You don't want to weasel your way in their heart. You don't want to trick them or dupe them or, uh, you know, just to get a guy to like you and get him get you to, get him to marry you or something. And I want to share this um, with you because it's kind of heavy. But Sean has shared with me in the past that there are, are men out there, husbands, who regret the woman they chose. I mean, that does that just make your heart drop? You know, here are these, you know, godly men who regret the woman that they chose. You know, I don't know if they felt like they got duped or manipulated or what, but they regret the woman they chose. And so I don't want that to be for you. So just if a guy's not interested, just let him go. Kim, I'm just so thankful for you sharing that because I do think that's something that single girls don't hear. I, I doubt that most of our listeners have ever heard that before. And I think it just shows like the whole purpose of our podcast is that the decisions we make when we're single affect our marriage later. And so it really is important for our listeners to let a guy pursue them because you just don't want to be that girl. You don't want to be the girl that manipulates her way into this guy's heart. And then later he regrets marrying you. Like that is so heartbreaking. I mean, I know we're all about just making things happen, you know, and, and, uh, and so just be careful, you know, don't, don't, 
you know, don't work too hard to get a guy to like you. Um, let God put love in the heart of a man for you. So that's the first one. Um, it is very refreshing when a guy, when God puts love in his heart for you and he pursues you. It is, it is, it's worth waiting for. It really is. And that really brings us to our next application point that I'd love for you to consider is to move on. You know, I mean, it takes a secure woman to go, okay, I'm I'm moving on. But maybe grow in some areas that you need to grow in and become the godly woman that a guy just could not live without and develop yourself and get, you know, become the best version of you. I mean, that's what's kind of the heart behind this podcast is to help you use your single years to really thrive and develop and make the choices that will pay off later in your marriage. Kim, that's such a great practical tip. And as a single woman, I want to apply that. Um, when there's guys out there not asking me out and I'm like, why, why aren't you asking me out? I don't just want to hold on. I want to move on and work on myself. Um, and it's exciting to see that the single woman that I am now as a 28 year old is a godlier version of the single woman that I was when I was 27, because I really did and have been trying to apply a lot of the things that you've shared on this podcast and in your book. And so if you guys haven't read Kim's book, you have got to get it. It's loving your husband before you even have one. Well, Kim, thank you so much for being here and just sharing all of your wisdom with us. We still have so much to talk about. So join us next week for the next episode of loving your husband before you even have one. 